Welcome to Toirat Imecha Nach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rifka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayamim Bey's Perak Yud, Chapter 10. Shechem, the place, has been a location of tragedy in the history of the Jewish people. It's in Shechem that young Dina, heartbreakingly, was violated by the prince of the land soon after her family moved into the area. It's in Shechem that Yosef was sold by his brothers. It's in Shechem that the kingdom of David was divided. As brought by the Gemara in Sanhedrin, referenced in the commentary Chaimus Anach on Pasuk 1 in our parak of study today, Shechem is a place readied for calamity. Vayelech rechav om Shechemo, ki Shechem ba'uchal Yisrael laham lechaisai. Rechavom went to Shechem, for all of Yisrael had come to Shechem to make him king. The crowning of Rechavom, who is taking over the rulership from his deceased father Shlomo, is divinely orchestrated to occur in Shechem, a place prepared for tragedy, as the Minchas Erev explains. The heavenly decree had been made previously that the kingdom of the house of David would be split a devastating trauma for the Jewish people. And in Perak 10 here is the designated time for this tragedy to unfold. And so, Rechavom and all the people are led to Shechem, a place ready for tragedy. I think that the spiritual nature of a location is a compelling concept. Perhaps it's something for further study. It's fascinating. And indeed, it's something to consider that at other times... That we haven't mentioned, wonderful things happened in Shechem. So what is the more sophisticated meaning of Shechem's preparedness for disaster? It's not our topic for now, but perhaps it's one to explore. So rebellion is about to occur against the king who has succeeded Shlomo, leading to a divide in the Jewish kingdom, as Hashem had said would happen, and the people are brought to Shechem. The subject of Hashem's words being steadfast is not new, even in the few prokim of Divrei HaYom and Beis that we have studied so far. And awe-inducingly, we find a manifestation of Hashem's faithfulness to his word again in today's parak, As the people have come to crown Rechavom in Shechem, which Rashi points out is Yerovom's place. It's in the territory of Ephraim and Yerovom is from the tribe of Ephraim. Yerovom was to be the rival ruler. Hashem brought this all about, the people coming to Shechem, the place of Yerovam, in fulfillment of Hashem's word. Realization of Hashem's warning to Shlomo given in Sefer Melachim, Perak 11, Pasuk 11, that the kingship would be torn away from Shlomo. Matsuras David explains regarding the people going to Shechem that they thought... As Yerushalayim was Rechavam's place, he would be in a stronger position there to rule over them without fulfilling their requests. So taking him out of Yerushalayim may increase the possibility of his compliance with their wishes. So they went to Shechem. Their thinking and their strategizing here, though, do not detract from this being a supernatural series of events. As Ibn Yahya notes, Hashem 
placed it in the heart of the people to go to crown Rehavon as king in Shechem and not in Yerushalayim. Hashem led them to Yerovom's hometown where he would be made ruler in that region. We know from Sefer Malachim Aleph, Parak 11, the prophecy of Achiah that Yerovam was divinely determined to become ruler over 10 of the Shavatim, 10 of the tribes, denying this portion of leadership to the son of Shlomo and forming a split in the Jewish kingdom. We also know from there that Yerovam had fled to Egypt when under Shlomo's threat. And this is where he remained until the time of Shlomo's death. This is reiterated in Posuk Beis of our Perak of Study today, Perak 10 in Divrei Hayamim Beis. Vayehi kishmoya Yerovam ben Novot v'hu v'mitzrayim asher barach mipnei Shlomo hamelech. Translating with Mitzrayim's David, and it was when Yerovam, son of Novot, heard that Shlomo died, when he, Yerovam, was still in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Shlomo. An almost identical account of the episode depicted in today's Perak is found in Sefer Malachim Aleph, Perak 12. Malbim points out and explains a difference in the accounts when commenting on the ending of Posuk 2 here in Divrei Hayamim, which says, Vayoshov Yorovom mi Mitzrayim, and Yorovom returned from Egypt. In Malachim, it says, Vayeshev Yorovom b'Mitzrayim. Yorovom settled in Egypt, meaning, as being told in Malachim, that at first he remained dwelling there and he didn't return of his own accord until the people called to him. Then he returned from Egypt. In Divrei Hayamim, Ezra adds that he returned from Egypt after the people called to him to return. And then they called to him to lead them in approaching Rechavon, which brings us to Pasuk 3. And they sent and called him, says Metzuras David, they sent and called him to go with them to Rechavon. And Yeravam came and all Yisrael, and they spoke to Rechavon, saying, Pasuk 4, Your father made our yoke difficult. And now, lighten, ease up from your father's hard work and from his heavy burden that he placed upon us, and we will serve you. Explains Rashi, they are claiming that Shlomo was a man who worked hard and the people had to fund his projects, pay taxes. Ibn Yahya here notes that their claim that Shlomo placed a difficult burden on them is the opposite of what their experience in Shlomo's days had been. Because this was actually the only time that the people of Yisrael enjoyed such serenity, no war, no trouble. But Hashem placed it in their mouth to speak this complaint now. Radak on the account in Malachim says that their complaints were not justified because Shlomo's reign brought wonderful benefits such as peace that outweighed the tax burden. But Hashem caused them to ask Rechavon for relief from the tax in order that events unfold whereby the people would separate from Rechavon and Yerovon be crowned. Rashi explains regarding the people calling Yerovon to come that Yerovon came to crown Rechavon. 
he was not seeking to be crowned himself. But Hashem led him through these events against his intention to actually become crowned himself. So the people have requested from Rechavam to relieve them of taxes. And beginning in Pasuk 5, we see Rechavam's response. He tells the people to return to him in three days' time. The people depart. Rechavam seeks advice from the elders, who had stood before his father Shlomo when he was alive. And the elders tell Rechavam that if he's kind to the people and he speaks good words to them, then they'll be his servants for all time. But Rechavam disregards their advice and he consults with his peers who had grown up with him. They tell Rechavam that he should say to the people, end of Pasuk 10, Katani ovami mosne ovi, my little finger is thicker than my father's loins, meaning, interprets Rashi, I am stronger than he. And their advice continues in Pasuk 11 to tell the people that he will place a greater burden upon them than his father had done. So comes the third day. And Yeravam and the people return to Rechavam. Pasuk 13. And the king answered them harshly. And King Rechavam disregarded the advice of the elders. He spoke to them as advised by his peers. As Pasuk 14 says, he told them he will add to their burden. But let us gain perspective from Pasuk 15. And the king did not listen to the people because it was brought about by Hashem so that Hashem might establish his words that he spoke through Achio the Shilonite to Yeruvam, son of Nevat. Matsuras David comments that it was not from a place of foolishness that he did not heed the people's request to lighten the burden. Rather, it was from Hashem, so that Yeruvam be crowned, as is written about in Sefer Malachim, chapter 11. Radak explains that it was decreed from Hashem that Rechavam listened to the advice of his peers. We see all the events unfolding are driven by Hashem. Not having been listened to by Rechavam, the people reply to the king in Posuk 16, saying, What share do we have in David? And no heritage in Yeshai's son. Each man to your homes, O Yisrael. Rashi explains here that the people are saying, why should we leave our homes and follow him? Instead, they should return to their homes. Matsudas David explains they are saying they will not crown Rechavam. Now see your house, David. Ibn Yahya interprets that the people are saying to Rechavam, now see and supervise and rule over your house, the house of David alone, and not the rest of Israel. They went to their homes because they did not want to serve Rechavam. And this is what came to be, the Bnei Yehuda, the people of the tribe of Yehuda, the ones closest to the house of David, he ruled only over them. And the Posuk ends, kol Yisrael And all Yisrael went to their homes. The people of Yisrael have rejected Rechavam's rule. Posuk 17. 
But the children of Yisrael who dwelt in the cities of Yehuda, Rechavam ruled over them. So we have a split in the nation, a divide in the kingdom, a travesty. Two regions. We know from Sefer Malachim that the people made Yeruvam king over the northern kingdom, ten tribes. Only the tribe of Yehuda, and actually also the tribe of Binyamin, is included in the southern kingdom under Rechavam's rule. Posuk 18. Vayishlach HaMelech Rechavam Es Hadoiram Asher Al Hamas. King Rechavam sent Hadoiram, who was appointed over the tax. Matsuras David says he sent him to the people to bring them back with gentle words. Rashi says that Hadoiram is the same person as Adoniram found in Sefer Malachim, and that because Rechavam didn't know what the reason was that the people had rebelled against him, when he sent Hadoram to collect the tax that Shloma had put upon the people, Hadoram was killed, as it says, And the children of Yisrael stoned him and he died. And, the, and King Rechavam strengthened himself to get up on the chariot to flee to Yerushalayim, says Matsuras David, because he feared for his life. Posuk 19.: Yisrael rebelled against the house of David until this day. Matsuras David says this means until the time they were exiled from their land. Tragedy and Shechem. Thoughts, decisions, strategy, choices made by people, but guided by Hashem's hand for the fulfillment of his word and for what he decreed the outcome had to be. People are responsible for their choices, be they good choices or poor ones. And that's between the person and Hashem. When people make choices that affect others, it's still between the person and Hashem. That doesn't eliminate the necessity for peacemaking between people when wrong choices were made. But the perspective for the one who is on the receiving end, affected by someone else's good or not so good choices, is that everything is from Hashem. Again, people are responsible for their choices. But they are also tools in Hashem's delivery of our tailor-made experiences. Perhaps the latter can be our focus if we ever find ourselves navigating challenges presented by other people we encounter. And also when we benefit from the good choices other people made, let us remember that Hashem has sent us a gift through them. Thank you for studying together, Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Rachel Bas Ariel Leib, and Rachel Cyclin, Rachel Bas Schleimer.